my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. St. Patty's Day. Yay! It's St. Patty's Day today. It won't be when it's released. But it is today. <laughs> and I'm wearing green. I'm shopping. I'm all decked out in green. I am not, but I have really pretty green nails. Yeah, it counts, I guess. Good, because they're not coming off. <laughs> well. Oh, there's green on my shoes. Are they? Kind of. No, that's blue. Never mind. <laughs> that's blue. <laughs> I said it's blue, not oh, blue. blue. I thought it's blue. <laughs> no. Wouldn't surprise me, but no, it's, it's blue. It's blue. Oh, how has your week been? Interesting, but good. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. What about yours? It's been really good. Um, You know, did a bunch of stuff. Oh, oh, we okay, so we were supposed to record the other night, and... Taryn ended up having to leave because for some odd reason, my microphone, the microphones were not connecting. It was really making me angry and I couldn't figure it out. And finally I restarted the computer and then it worked. And then I texted Taryn, okay, I'm ready. Come on over. And then she didn't get the message <laughs> until like 11, 11, 30. And by that time I'm done for the night. So I told you we could have got together at 3am to do the podcast if you wanted to. I was not getting up at 3am. I was already up. I mean, come on. I wasn't. No. I was dead asleep. Yeah, I was probably dead asleep. Yeah, I was not. <laughs> Poor you. It happens. Hey, cool thing. So on our, we're, we're on Audio Boom, so they can tell me where people listen. And over a quarter of our listeners are in the UK right now. That's awesome. I'm really excited about it. <clears throat> Thanks, guys, for listening. Over there, across the pond. That's what, that's what they say. Are you okay. sure? Yeah. Okay. Across the pond. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it all the time. I listen to so many other podcasts, so it's true. All right. Is it true like everything you read on the internet is true? It's even truer than that. Because it's not a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you definitely can believe everything that's on a podcast. Just not this one. Do your own research. <laughs> I do some sufficient amount of research. Blah, 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 research. You do, but I, I don't. You don't. Everything that comes out of my mouth is just, I, I don't want to say it's not true, but there's no research behind it. <laughs> oh, and I want to say thank you to the few people that have um, rated and commented on iTunes for us. We've got a few of them. You want to read them? I would love to, but I don't have my iPod out here. I can't see it on my computer for some odd reason. Hmm. Jackson, I want to say a special thank you to Jackson, because he commented, found your podcast, wow, and he gave us five stars. Well, thank you, Jackson. You know who you are, Jackson. Wink, wink. <laughs> I know Jackson. He's a, he's a good kid. I have no clue. But thanks, Jackson. <laughs> he's good. And then also, uh, thank you to Moonkey. There were some numbers behind that, too. Moonkey 
commented about our Mandela Effect episode. And specifically about the J.C. Penny parts. Yeah. About how, you know, you just don't notice that second E, which is so true. And thank you for your five star also. And if anyone else wants to give us five stars and put in a little comment, I'll actually have my iPod out here so I can read yours. But unfortunately, if you're in the UK and you do that, I won't be able to see yours. So if you want to actually screenshot it and email it to me, that way I can see it iTunes is weird. I can only see U.S. stuff. I can't see anything. Like, if someone in Canada does something, I can't see it. Well, that's not nice. No. So. It's going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to do that, and I'll, I'll totally read them out. But it's, it's really exciting. We've gotten a few ratings on there. And they've all been five stars. Well, that's exciting. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised and exciting. Like, excited. I suppose I should say thank you to Tigern as well. Who? Tigern. He's the first person to comment and review us. Wasn't that on the Bigfoot? No. It was the first up. Tiger is my husband. He said Tyler. But his handle on iTunes is Tiger. Gotcha. <laughs> so, thanks, honey. He's a, he doesn't listen to us, so. Yeah. I tell him to just kind of play it in the background to get me that download. So, that's what he does. <laughs> hey, that works. I know. Thanks, everybody. You know, he always did wonder what we talked about in the garage. He didn't. Well, now he not. Well, we didn't used to talk about exclusively this stuff. It works. <laughs> We're just going to go with it. I really love talking about this stuff. Thank you, Taryn, for doing it with me. Oh, you're welcome, Heather. I'm glad I could help out and slash have fun Yay. and enjoy our garage conversations. You too. All right. We're going to get back into the stories on parallel universes. Part two. Part two. Since we had a dark week, well, it wasn't a dark week. It was a short episode last week. I apologize for that. It was just editing issues, and I was really tired. And I'm like, fine, we're just going to have a 25-minute long episode with my sister. So that's what we did. It was a good little episode about Paris Island. So you know about Paris Island. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't, I didn't talk to you about that. I'm you didn't want to wait for me? I was you were working when we recorded it, so... Yeah, you could wait until 3 o'clock. Well, I didn't. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, thank you, Heather's sister, for helping her out with that episode. Thanks. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into the parallel universes. Part so, two. Part two. Refresher on the parallel universes is the multiverse theory on, you know, multiple universes out there, whether it be making small choices and it deviating into different universes because you made a different choice or just a completely different kind of species living on the same planet. There's many different theories on the multiverse and many different stories to go along with all of them. And chicken people. (laughs) And chicken people. Chicken people. If you guys don't understand the reference of chicken people, please listen to the last, not last episode, the episode before that. Part one. Part one. Parallel universes, part one. All right, we got some good stories. I'm going to start off with a, with a smaller story. We're talking about Mr. Jafar Warren. In 1851, a man calling himself Jafar Warren, also known as Joseph Warren, was found wandering near the German uh, town of Frankfurt an der Oder. 
Okay. I'm guessing just Frankfurt. We're going to call it Frank. Frank. Anyways, he was wandering around that town. He was speaking a broken version of German, so people could kind of sort of understand him. But he was, and he wrote in an unknown language, and his first language was something that they didn't really know what it was. He called, he called the, the languages that he knew Laxarian and Abramian. Okay. I know. He said that he was from a country called Laxaria in an area of the globe called Sakura. I know this is a bunch of, this is a bunch of really weird names. You know, names. I know. Just try to follow along. It's hard. But Sakura, the country, was separated from Europe by a really big ocean. Which ocean? Exactly. I don't know. But it really confused the, you know, authorities over there because the places that he's talking about, they've never heard of. Like, it's not on their map. So it was just really weird. He says that his religion is a form of Christianity in a way, but he called it Espatian. So it's Christianity, but he called it Espatian. But, uh, so the country it came from, Laxaria, was many hundred miles from Europe, obviously, because of the vast ocean. Makes sense. But the reason he was coming to Europe is because he was trying to find his long-lost brother. Did he understand that he was in Europe? I think so. But he called it something different. Now, when he was trying to get to Europe, uh, he was shipwrecked onto the coastline, which is why he was kind of found wandering around there, because he didn't quite know where he was because he was shipwrecked but he tried to trace his route along the shore you know, look by looking at a map but he couldn't he couldn't figure it out <laughs> they talked to him a little bit more and found out that in his world there were five continents he called them compartments five continents on earth which were called Sakira, where he was from, Aflar, Astar, Ulsar, and Uplar. Huh. I'm guessing the Uplar would be Europe. Just makes sense. Oslar, maybe Asia or Australia? Your guess is as good as mine. I'm guessing the Sakira is probably where we are currently in North America. That's my Could guess. Be. We'll go with it. Either way, that, that was 1851. So obviously North America is there, but if he was from North America, he'd be speaking English. Yeah. And none of that is English. Or Spanish. Or Portuguese. So I don't know. Because <laughs> those are the only languages I think that are over here. Or French. No, it wasn't French either. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's the story of Jafar. Yeah. Interesting. Jafar Warren. What do you think? 1851? Did he ever go back? Uh, no. It is said that he lived out his days in Berlin. Huh. So he never did go back. He stayed in Germany, lived in Berlin, and apparently he was the topic of discussion amongst the scientific and curious communities. I can understand that. Yeah. Jafar was a wonder. No one could understand where in the world that guy came from. 
Interesting thought. Okay. Maybe he got with somebody and ended up having a kid. And that kid went to go, you know, across the ocean to go visit something, got shipwrecked, and ended up back in his parallel universe. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Yes and no. Well, and it wouldn't be cool for the kid. No. Well, you know, he did all right. He ended up living in Berlin, you know. Yeah. 1851. It wasn't too bad then. In Germany. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there. But also, he said there were five great continents. There are seven. Maybe he just wasn't educated. Maybe. But I, I did, I, after I read that story, I'm sitting here going, wait a minute, that five's not right. There are seven. There's seven continents. There is seven. I named them all. I'm like, okay, I don't, two of them are missing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I thought that one was pretty interesting. The, the weird language, what he called everything. I still like the chicken people. Well, yeah, the chicken people is the best one. <laughs> all right, we're going to go into a world where the Beatles never broke up. I never listened to the Beatles, so the fact that they broke up never bothered me. I mean, it didn't bother me either, but I wasn't born when they broke up. I was, you know, never a Beatles fan. I know one of their songs. Yeah, I don't. I can help you. Yellow Submarine. I don't know that song. I know, right? (laughs) That's okay. Either way, we're going into uh, 2009. I like the recent stories. Yes. On 2009... (sighs) <clears throat> this guy never gave his actual name. He's going by, uh, he made up a name. They, so we're calling him James Richards, just because that's what he wants to call himself. Alrighty. But not his real name. So on September 9th of 2009, he was going on a little trip. So he, he lives in California, in Livermore, California. That's where he lives. And he was driving home from Turlock after visiting some friends for a few days. Okay. He had his dog with him. His what with him? His dog. Okay. Didn't have any plans for the day, so he decided to drive through a place called Del Puerto Canyon, which is just west of Turlock. Said it was a fun drive. He's gone through that way before, so he decided to go that way again. Yeah, hadn't done it for a, for a while, so why not? Well, it was around 2 p.m. in the afternoon when he was on his way. A ways into the canyon... His dog started acting like she needed to go to the bathroom. So he pulled over. There was a little um, parking area off to the side where he parked. So he'd let her out and go potty. Well, my dog is the exact same as this dog. When, say, a rabbit or a mouse comes across their way. They're gone. They are gone and they are not coming back. Poor guy, this happened to him. There was a rabbit. Dog saw it. And was out of there. Here's my question. If you're on the side of a road in California, even if it's a back road, even if it's a two-lane highway, unless your dog has 100% recall, that's even when wildlife is around, why don't you have it on a leash? That's what I was thinking as well. Like, why wouldn't you? Especially if you know that's an issue. Yes. I would never let my dog outside without a leash on because I know. It's like, my dog... Mr. Biscuit, mm-hmm. he does really well most of the time. Like, I could let him out in my front yard with me when I'm playing with my kid. However, if he sees a bunny, I know he's gone. But at the same time, all I have to do is whistle, and he spins around and comes back. He's upset, but he comes back. When I stopped, when I used to drive, you know, back and forth from Nevada to California all the time, he, was, he went with me. I know he has recall. He was still on a leash. 
Because he might have recall, have recall, but cars don't. No. Yeah. I mean, my dog, again, when I whistle, my dog comes. Yeah. But even still, he's on a leash. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm not let... Except, you know that one, he gets out, the kids let him out all the time. Yeah. so annoying. But I do. I do that big whistle, and he comes running back. I know. I've done it. He's such a good boy. <laughs> I've done it. I've seen him. <laughs> I don't think this dog had that. Doesn't sound like it. So he starts running after the dog. Because, <laughs> first of all, I'm not in that great of shape, but even if I was in good shape, I don't think I'd be catching up to a dog. No. They run way too fast. Yes. I guess, depending on the type of dog. He didn't say what type of dog it was, but... I think even a chihuahua can go pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's not... In high school, I was in pretty decent shape. I used to go running all the time. You'd go for, like, a five-mile run. Mm-hmm. Take Mr. Biscuit with me. I'd get back. I'd be down on the couch from exhaustion. He's like... Can we go again? Can we go again? Can we go again? <laughs> no. No, you can't. So. I'm good. So the guy started to run after his dog. He was going on on uneven ground, soft dirt places, and this poor guy steps in probably what's a rabbit hole and falls. And he went head. down the rabbit hole. <laughs> he went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> like he falls and he hits his head. And... Probably knocked himself unconscious, which is unfortunate in the California desert, probably. Probably desert. It's a canyon. It's a desert. Not necessarily. Could be drier than normal, but not necessarily a desert. Okay, well, he attached a picture and it looks like a desert. It's a desert. Okay. Okay. When he woke up, he was in a room with some furniture and electronics in it. Weird. He was kidnapped. Looks like he was taken care of. He had a bandage on his head, but he still felt very uneasy about the situation because obviously it's kind of creepy to wake up in a place where you were not previous. Because where he was was very rural, unpopulated, no houses. Side of the road, California with missing dogs. Like, yeah, and it was not a busy road. But where he was, he was, he could hear traffic outside. So that's kind of unsettling. He wasn't near a window, so he couldn't actually see outside. I guess there were a bunch of machines, like, surrounding him, so he didn't see anything other than these machines and part of the room. But it looked like it was someone's home, because that's, it kind of looked like a house. Okay. He decided to get up and look out the window, but the door opened and in ran his dog. I'm like, that's sweet. Very excited to see him. That's nice. When he looked up, there was a man standing at the door. Creepy. He's about six foot tall. Did he cock his head sideways? Would not be creepy. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Six <laughs> foot tall, medium, long black hair, and was dressed very casually. Uh, but he gave kind of a greasy vibe. Yeah, you know what that? You know, a greasy vibe. Yeah. Like a slick suck like that. He's got a sucker yet or something. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I think I get what you're talking about. Yeah, like a car salesman. No, <laughs> not just any car salesman. It's ah, the lemon lot. The lemon lot car salesman. Yes, the with lemon the greased lot. Yes. back hair uh-huh. and the suit that doesn't really match. And yep. the yeah, that one. <laughs> so he introduced himself as Jonas and asked if he was okay. When he said, "Yeah, I'm, I seem to be okay." And he explained that he found him unconscious in a field with his dog barking at him. Weird. Yes. 
So he thanked him for helping him and his dog out, but he was very surprised that his dog even came back to him because, you know, that dog was on the chase. I mean, if the, if the rabbit gets away, goes into the hole, dog's large kick get in the hole, eventually gives up and goes back to where he was heading. Well, that's true. It's happened. Yeah, I guess. Then he asked him a question. Like, where are we? Who are we? That's exactly the way he goes. Where am I? That's the question he asked. And the guy answered, about 20 feet away from where I found you. What? Right? And he just goes, his response obviously is, probably what? your response. What? <laughs> That's not possible. There's no houses where I was for at least 20 miles. That doesn't make sense. He then told him the big thing. I'm from a parallel universe. How would he know that? Unless this happened before. No. Like the, the greasy guy said, yeah. I'm from a parallel universe. But how would the greasy guy know he's from a parallel universe? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> After he heard that, the other guy immediately started asking many questions about traveling to parallel worlds and how it's possible. What in the world? The guy answered, in his world, parallel travel machine can actually be purchased very easily. Huh. Well, it's not cheap, so it'd be like buying, like, an iPad. So it's not cheap, but it's readily available. Yeah. 500 bucks, it's yours. Yeah. Something like that. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. The reason, I mean, and they're, they're very popular, even when the machine can be dangerous, and it's been known to cause death. Well, I guess if you, you know, want to go explore, have questions, or just hate where you're at, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll just go to a different universe, try that one out. See the chicken people? Try a different one. (laughs) In the 1950s, in his dimension, well, actually, yeah, the the government was faced with the decision to to continue to fund the space program, NASA, or the parallel dimension program called ARP-D. Huh. Well, in his dimension... Obviously, they cut the space program and they went for the parallel universe stuff. It's kind of cool. Yeah, right? He explained the dangers of using the machines, um, exploring new dimensions. Since there are infinite amount of Earths and other dimensions, only a small amount had been explored. The problem with exploring the unknown dimensions is the chance that you will die once you walk through the doorway. Creepy. You know, like, say the world is covered in water. So and then you when, walk in to the portal, and now you're covered in water. Okay, so you have this portal, and you just walk through this invisible line, and all of a sudden you're in a different dimension. Yes. Because I was imagining, like, they get in this little pod thing, and, you know, transport. No. And then, oh, I'm in water, I need to go back? No, it's like a machine, and you turn the machine on, and it makes a portal, and then you walk through it, and I'm assuming the machine comes with you, or else how else would you get back? It's kind of like Stewie. With the, like, one of these, yeah, like, the round things. Yeah. You just press it, and all of a sudden, there's the portal again. Yeah, something okay. like that. That's what I would, that's what I would Stewie guess. from Family Guy. Stewie <laughs> from Family Guy. Then maybe you open the portal, and you die from fire or something. Or you walk through it, and you're in the middle of a six-lane highway, and you get run over by a car. Alrighty. Because you, you never know. A lot of the worlds, though, were full of lush vegetation that were never ruined by man. Okay. Which sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, until you have a dinosaur bite your head off. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) But then they were just going to be invaded by 
you know, the overcrowded population of the other travelers True. of the world. So, really, probably not much better that you know parallel universes and stuff <laughs> to have a machine to go over there. Probably I mean, I guess it would be neat to explore, especially if you could choose if you go back in time or not. I don't think you can go back in time. It's probably the same time, just a different dimension. It's not time travel, it's dimensional travel. I understand. I was just kind of going off of Stewie. Oh, it's, it's a cartoon. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so they, they sat there and they talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, about the whole dimensions, the differences between their worlds. Talked about similarities and differences, like food, culture, TV, technology. They covered a lot of stuff. All right. And then they started talking about music. Because why not? Because there are a lot of the same bands were the same between the two worlds, which was pretty cool. Okay. And for some odd reason, they started talking about the Beatles, which is funny because Jonas had just said that his brother just got back from seeing them at, in concerts. It's probably how they started talking about it. Well, they talked about the Beatles, and then he said, oh, my brother just saw them in concert. You know, the greasy guy, it seems like he liked the Beatles. I don't know. I don't think. He said he wasn't a big fan. But it was weird because he gave a weird look and said, what do you mean? They're still together? They broke up in my dimension. That's so weird. And he goes, oh, yeah. Here, I have a, a tape, which was really weird, that it was a cassette tape. In 2009? Yeah, that's so weird. Apparently, CDs never caught on. Why not? It's a different dimension. They're weird. I don't know. Weirdos. So he had a... So we can travel parallel universes, but we can't listen to a CD. No. Okay. Cassette tape. And it wasn't even like a store-bought cassette tape. It was a, you know, a a burnt cassette tape, basically. That's awesome. Yeah, so... (laughs) Someone copied their cassette tape onto this other cassette tape and gave it to him. And they played a few songs and he, he was like, well, this is really, really cool. I can't believe this is the like Beatles new music. It's It was just really cool. On this site that I got, he uploaded all of the songs onto a file and I downloaded it and I listened to it. I'm going to play about right now. That was uh, a little clip of one of the interdimensional Beatles songs. It was actually kind of (laughs) cool. It does sound really cool. But the thing is, you know, I'll tell tell the rest of the story and then I'll I'll bring up the thing. Okay. (laughs) All right. So he listened to this music and he listened to most of the album. He was really excited about it because he's like, whoa, this is so cool. Beatles never broke up. This is, you know, awesome. New music. And he asked him, he was like, could I get a copy of this cassette tape so I could take it back? Because people aren't going to believe me. This is awesome. And the guy got this really serious look on his face. Like, super serious. And he said, no. You are not allowed to take anything with you back to your world. No pictures, no souvenirs, no tapes. Nothing. Why? Well, he asked him why, too. Man, you guys are right there with each other. (laughs) He asked him why. 
And he wouldn't really say except for his safety. He wasn't allowed to take anything back. Weird, right? Now, so hold on. If he wasn't allowed to take anything back, how did we just listen to that song? Well, let me tell ya. <laughs> did he get out his iPhone and record it when he wasn't paying attention? No, that would have been really cool. But that's not what he did. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> no, he, he goes, okay, that's fine. I, that's, I won't take anything. But before I go, could I get something to eat? He pickpocketed the guy. He stole the tape. <laughs> the guy was like, yeah, sure, no problem. He goes in and goes out of the room to get him something to eat. And while he's out of the room, goes over there and grabs that tape. Puts it in his pocket and then kind of shuffles the tapes around so it doesn't look like there's one missing. He stole it from another dimension. I mean, I guess there's no way to prove they can actually stole it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, I, that was really, really funny. So, yeah, he stole it. Ate his food. Got... Here, <laughs> let me come over to your house randomly after you find me unconscious in a field, eat your food, ask you questions, and then steal from you before I go back to my place. Exactly. Unconscious on the side of the road in California. <laughs> oh. So after he stole it, without the Jonas guy noticing, he's like, okay, I think I'm ready to go back. So he went back through the portal. With his dog? With his dog, he grabbed his dog, Okay. shook Jonas's hand, said thank you, and stepped through the portal. And he said that stepping through the portal, it felt like he was getting wet, but he was dry the entire time. Weird. I know. So when he put his dog on the ground, she even shook herself off like she thought she was wet, but she wasn't. Huh. You know, just a weird feeling. Back in his own world, he could see his car on the road and... And he saw a burn mark on the ground from where the portal was. And apparently it was like smoking. You could see like the burn mark where the portal was. So where was, is there was a burn mark where he first went through? Or was that the rabbit hole? I don't know. I just saw, it just said something about a burn mark. Alrighty. <laughs> he walked back to his car and then just drove home. The worst part was the tape that he stole. Couldn't listen to it because he didn't have a tape player in his car. And he even had to go to Walmart to buy a tape player just to listen to it. I guess in 2009 you could still get a tape player. Yeah, yeah. You can still get a tape player today. Yeah, it's not as common. No, You go to not. Walmart like, hey, I'm looking for like a tape a player. VHS player. And they're going to look at you like you're crazy. Right. You can't you get a VHS to... player. You, I think you could if you go to one of those like old um, vintage stores. Maybe. Or a no, used electronic yeah, store. Let's, buy, let's sell you this VHS player for 500 bucks. Just because you can't get them anymore. Just go to my mom's house. And in her garage, there's a VHS player there. Well, next time you go to your mom's house, I'm going to need that VHS player. Okay. I'll see what I can do. I actually really do need one because I've got a bunch of VHSs that I can't watch. <laughs> and I need to go through them. What yeah. you do is you get, the, other issue. <laughs> you get the VHS DVD and you burn it to the DVD. That's what I'm trying to do, but I don't have a VHS player. Well... I'm sorry. I I need one. Anyways, back to the story. So he doesn't have any more information about the tape other than what's written on the card sleeve. And he did include, like, the name of the album and the name of all the songs on there. Okay. So you can see that. And if you want to check it out yourselves, just go to thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com. 
and you'll find it there. It's in a zip file. You download it, and you can get all the songs. What happens when the greasy guy decides to come to our dimension and starts looking for this guy who stole his tape? Could he take his tape back? I think this is also one of the reasons why Mr. James Richards gave a fake name. That would make sense. Yeah. He he doesn't feel safe enough to give his real name, so that's why he gave it a fake name. (laughs) I don't even know if it happened in California, really. It probably did. But well, if he sent you a picture of the canyon, then you can find out where the picture of the canyon, what the canyon that really is. Yeah, it honestly just looks like desert. So what I think, and there, there's actually a Wikipedia page. I know, Wikipedia, but whatever. We're getting on Wikipedia for this. I, I looked up, okay, so the Beatles never broke up. I wanted to look it up a little further. And on Wikipedia, there is a page about it. All right, so the song that I played for you guys was called Four Guys, according to Mr. Tape. James Richards. <laughs> according to him, or on the tape, it was called Four Guys. But if you really listen to it, and they've even got them all broken down, every last one of these songs is basically a mashup of all of the of, of the Beatles singles albums. Huh. You know, they, they broke up and then went off to do their own things. And they're all mashups of, like, their own things just put together. Interesting. So the four guys they found out was Band on the Run from Paul McCartney. Um, when We Was Fab by George Harrison. I'm Moving On by John Lennon. And Vertical Man by Ringo Starr. So they kind of mashed up all of their stuff all together. And lots of people have figured this out. It's obviously it's on here. And someone decided to ask James, hey, these are just mashups of all their songs. What do you make of that? And his answer was that even though in the alternate universe, the Beatles hadn't broken up, that didn't mean their future music ideas disappeared. Good answer. It's a very good answer. He thought about that. (laughs) But it is. It's just weird that and it goes through all of them. There's 11 songs on this cassette tape. And every last one of them, they have broken it down to other songs that they have done. All of them. Like you said, the ideas are always still there. Just because either you're together or you're not, you still have those ideas. I know. So it seems like sometimes with songs, the idea comes from an experience. So if they wouldn't have broken up, they wouldn't have had that experience. That's true. That was one of the thoughts that I had. I'm like, but these are their their own ideas and being in a group together they needed to break up so they could do their own thing but because they didn't break up that doesn't mean the other guys that were in the background were actually going to get a creative input maybe they wrote maybe they broke up right Mm -hmm. and they wrote these songs and then something happened and they got back together to where they didn't actually break up like the world didn't know they broke up but they broke up yeah you know like that teenage group that teenage couple Oh, we're not together. And then I say, yes, we are. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened. They broke up, came up with these songs, got back together without anybody knowing, and then merged their songs to create the one we just heard. I suppose that's possible. It just seems unlikely. It's drama. It is drama. I I don't know. I I don't know. Pretty cool, though. So that's the the story of the parallel universe where the Beatles never broke up. (laughs) Seems a little far-fetched to me, but that's just me. Okay, we're going to a, another one. We're going to Peru. Lima, Peru. 
in the Andes Mountains, there is actually a stone forest called the Marcuse, right? Right, but we're going to call it Marco. 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 Polo. (laughs) (laughs) This is home to a unique set of very large granite rocks with curious shapes resembling human faces, animals, and religious symbols. All right. Hard to tell how they got there. They could have been carved from a very ancient civilization. And some people even think that they just naturally formed that way. I don't think things na- like I can see how you can see a face in naturally forming things because mm-hmm. you you tend to look for similar things, but you're saying religious symbols, possibly yes, mm-hmm. like crosses or pentagrams or it doesn't I, that kind of thing. Just different. I don't know a lot about the stones. I know some. I I was more. I more know about the human faces and the animals. Yeah. Well, like I said, I could see, like, figures of animals being... Because you look for that type of stuff. I mean, we had a rock that we used to drive by to get to my house growing up that looked like a dog. We called it Dog Rock. <laughs> Maybe someone carved it to look like a dog? No, someone actually... Like, they went up there because it was a naturally forming rock formation. Uh-huh. But it looked like a dog. And one day we were driving to school and someone had painted it to look like a dog. It, like, they followed the lines of the actual rocks. It looks really cool. Huh. So I can see, you know, you see animals or people... In yeah. rocks, but religious symbols that are normally very, like, sh- like okay, a cross, it's two straight lines, or a pentagram is a, st- a certain star. I, I don't they're, see how that could be in a rock. They're very, very interesting. If you want to look it up, here, I'll, I'll spell it for you if you want to look up the stones. They're really cool looking, and you will definitely see the animals that they are talking about. And the people's faces, it just, it, it looks creepy. Alrighty. <clears throat> Alright, it's spelled... M-A-R-K-A-W-A-S-I, and then Stone Forest. In Peru. In Peru, yep. See, that just looks like lava rock. We're kind of like just bubbled over and then it gave you the weird, like, pig face. Oh, it's granite rock. I know. I'm just giving you my opinion. <laughs> I know. See, this one here looks like a face. Looks like someone's, like, yawning. Could be a yeah. naturally forming thing. It could be. Thing. Still looks... I'm still looking for the religious symbols. Yeah, I don't know about you're right. It definitely is weird looking. It is. This is kind of neat. It's got, it looks like, I see, looks like a armadillo. An armadillo? Possibly. Yeah. Along with some faces. Uh-huh. Looks like one looks kind of looks like a zombie face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see that they could be naturally formed. Some of them, yes. I'm not seeing but anything that doesn't look. That's weird in and itself. Just the faces on the stones and they're everywhere. There are so many of them. There's another mystery in the rock in the stone forest of a interdimensional door that is said to be located, you know, in where all those stones are. But they do believe that the stone forest, it was a high holy spot on earth, even way back in the day. Okay. Way back in the day. Why? Well, just because of the stones and their formations. Just interesting. So they think it's just a very powerful point on earth. Just a center of power. Okay. Would make sense. Maybe that would be a good place for an interdimensional doorway. Maybe. Maybe. There was a woman who was camping with her friends in the stone forest. So they were out there just camping, having a good time. They decided to go out exploring late at night when suddenly they saw a torch lit stone cabin filled with (sighs) dancing people. They're dancing, having a good time, you know. But they looked like they were wearing 17th century clothes. 
Alrighty. A little odd. Yeah. I think they're too much alcohol. <laughs> the woman said she felt an otherworldly pull towards the cabin, so she started walking towards it. Wish you would describe otherworldly other worldly pull. Like describe what that it's feels just, like. You feel like you have to go there. You never felt something like that? No. Where it's just like, I need to go to the spot. I don't know why I need to go here, but I need to go here. No. I haven't either. But I see it on TV all the time. Well, that's, that's Hollywood. <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an expert on the TV stuff. <laughs> Part of her body was actually in the cabin. She was almost inside the cabin when one of her friends yanked her back going, oh, no, you're not you're not going in there. This is freaky. Don't do that. Smart friend. Right? No. But unfortunately, the incident left the side of her body that went into the cabin was completely paralyzed. Test results revealed no discernible cause for her paralysis. Absolutely no reason she should be paralyzed on that side of her body. That's weird. But she was. Some believe that she experienced a dimensional shift producing a change in her nervous system's energy flow. So what you do, right? Take your paralyzed paralyzed friend back to this spot. Wait for that to open up. Shove her halfway in and pull her halfway back out. Hopefully she'll become unparalyzed. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Just reverse what you did the first time. I'm not sure if that's how that works. Well, we're going to go, like, try it. Let me know if that, like, if that worked. We'll go with it. That'd be kind of cool, but not at the same time. And I got one more story for you. Just one. I was still, like, interested in, like, half-paralyzed lady, but okay. (laughs) Sorry. All right. Have you ever heard of the Green Children of Woolpit? I think so. Yeah. 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 They're the kids that, like, randomly appeared that were green. Yeah. And it wasn't as they got older, they kind of, like, Oh, became Tara, less I'm green. So proud of you. I know, you know. I know things. Something. I know things. <laughs> Yay! Yes, that's exactly what happened. I think I had a conversation with my dad about this several, like, several years ago. Oh, oh I'm so happy. I love your dad. Yeah, he's cool. I don't even know him. You get to meet him. Oh, that's right. They're coming up here. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. We should have him on. Oh yeah, he would love it, wouldn't he? He might. Oh yeah. I'll have we'll, to ask him. We'll bring him on. That's gonna be fun. Do you know where Woolpit is? No. It's in England. Okay. I love how we're talking about green kids on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, right? I didn't even put that together. (laughs) That's cool. This is said to have happened somewhere between 1135 and 1154. A.M. P.M. Year. Okay. The year of. You didn't say year. You just gave me what sounded like a time. The 12th century. At 11.54 p.m. in the 12th century, <laughs> green kids appeared. We don't know the time. They didn't have watches. <laughs> I, I understand that, but the way you phrased that, it sounded like a time. I wasn't sure if we were going, oh. like, current or, like, past. Like, Sorry. He didn't way give me past. This is the oldest story we've ever talked about. Okay. 12th century. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so the villagers of Woolpit discovered two children, a brother and a sister, Beside one of the wolf pits. Now, wolf pit is just like a trapping pit. Yeah. Trap wolves. Okay. I knew you probably knew that, but I'm not sure if they knew that. And that actually gave the village its name. Wool pit. Makes sense. Yeah. But their skin was green. Colin, yes, because it's St. Patty's Day. And they spoke in an unknown language. No one could understand them. Their clothing was weird. So no one knew where they came from. 
They were taken to the home of Richard de Calm. All right, works Richard for me. de Calm. They decided, you know, they were going to give them food. They tried to give them food, lots of different kinds of food, but the kids would not eat it. Well, let me think about it. If you were a kid, okay, one, mm-hmm. kids, in my experience, tend to be picky for no reason over their food. Okay, until they become high, uh, college students and, you know, then it doesn't matter what it's they eat. It's free game for everything. There's a donut on the floor? Yes. <laughs> okay, but, you know, kids, they can be picky. Yes. So you're going to take these two kids, right, put them in a parallel universe with random people that don't even look like them, mm-hmm. and then try to feed, okay, you're going to go to a parallel universe with monkeys, but don't they don't actually look like monkeys, and they're going to try to feed you. Are you going to eat the food? I mean, if it looks edible, I might. I don't know. I understand where the kids are coming from. Picky kid, picky eater type. Yeah, that's true. Deal. Well, they came across some raw broad beans, and the kids would eat those. They ate beans. That explains the greenness. Not necessarily. Not really. I'm just saying, like, you have someone who <laughs> all they do is eat carrots, or all they do is eat tomatoes. They're going to turn reddish or orangish. Yeah. So all you do is eat beans, maybe turn a little greenish. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Oh. But they ate the beans. They ate a, a lot. The children gradually adapted to the normal food, and in time, they did lose their green color. The boy, who was the younger one of the two, became sickly and died. Oh. Unfortunately, right after both of them were baptized. That's sad. So he, he died. After learning to speak English, the girl explained that they came from a land where the sun never shone, and the light was like twilight all the time. Sounds pretty but annoying. Yeah, right? They call their home St. Martin's Land, which I think is weird. But we'll get into that in a minute. And that everything there was green. Are they leprechauns? They're little leprechauns. That'd be funny. (laughs) Happy St. Patty's Day. (laughs) Oh, man. But the, the children were unable to account for their arrival in Woolpit. Supposedly what happened was they were looking after their father's cattle when they heard a loud noise. The guys taking care of them figures it was probably the bells of the church. Yeah. Suddenly they found themselves by the wolf pit where they were found. So they're not entirely sure how they got there and they couldn't find their way back. They became lost and that's it. They emerged into the land and then they were found really weird but the girl was employed for many years as a servant in the household where they took them in and she was very she was considered to be very wanton and imprudent (laughs) oh my heavens (laughs) (laughs) but she eventually married a man and did she have a baby and the baby came out green no darn as far as I know, I don't know. She was kind of <coughs> lost touch after she got married. But Makes they sense. gave her the name of Agnes. Agnes? Agnes was her name. Yep. Hmm. Yep. So that's that. Interesting. Green people. Green people. Chicken people. Chicken people. They did. Chickens aren't green. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. So that, yeah. First of all, if you're from another dimension, I, I don't. I can't say this. Catholicism probably, yes, did. It maybe possibly existed in another dimension where green people live. But why in the world was the land they were living in called 
St. Martin's Land. Saint. St. Martin? That's a Catholic thing. That's Catholic. Maybe they were Catholic. I don't know. It just seems weird. A little bit. I wasn't sure. I know. There's a lot of explanations, and I do invite you to look up the explanations, because they do make a lot of sense, the explanations for the green people. And what? Give us one, because I'm a little curious. There is actually a sickness that happened back in the 12th century, where one of the things was your skin color would turn green. They called I've seen it, it. They called it the green sickness. Well, I, I haven't seen, like, the green sickness. Yeah. But, you know, you see a sick person, like, ooh, you look green today. Like, you look yeah. ill. Like, they give that greeny, paley Well, this look. one would actually turn your, your skin green. Like, your skin was actually green. Huh. And the only reason, you would either die. And the only way to fix it, because the reason you would get the green sickness is because your diet was really bad. So if you started eating better, you would get better and your skin wouldn't be green anymore, which is exactly what happened. <laughs> they started eating better and they weren't green Tell anymore. Tony, it was the beans. It's the beans. The magic beans. Maybe. <laughs> so that's one of the explanations as of why they were green. They were probably just sick. And she got better, but unfortunately the boy died. That's sad that he died. It is sad. So that's one explanation. And again, there are a few more. You want to look them up. You know, they did. They make sense. That's a 12th century story. Like someone first wrote the story down. So how many details were actually lost? Probably a lot. Between when it actually happened and when it got written down. Probably a lot. The first time it was written down was in, it was probably in the later 12th century, probably around 1198. Maybe that's when it was first written down. Still. And then and th- and then it was rewritten in a few other books over time. So over time, yes, some of the details may have been lost or changed. changed. So we don't really know exactly what happened or even if it happened at all. It could have just been an anecdotal story. Could have been. Green people. <laughs> we, we don't really know. But, but it's mean, still a fun story. It is a fun story. It really is. <laughs> but that it's that's hard with the older stories like that to tell if it, something like that actually happened. No, we can't even truly understand if the 2009 story actually happened. No, unless we true. can actually find the guy who's coming on an alias and sit down and ask him questions. I can email him. You should. <laughs> we say that all the time because a lot of people have like get have their emails out there, and I could totally get a hold of them. Do you but... ever do? No. No. I'm too shy. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Hey, man, did this actually happen? Or are you hey, just yanking our chains? Explain this to me. Can we meet up? I want to talk. <laughs> explain it to me now. In detail. I need more details than what you wrote. Yeah. I'm going to need a picture of the guy. Go back. Go, Go back. Get me some pictures. I'm- <laughs> Record on your phone. Record this. Why, why doesn't anyone ever think of that? Especially a lot of these newer stories. I'm like, okay, uh, most people have smartphones. And even if you don't have a smartphone, the flip phones, they still can record some stuff. Why are people not recording these things? I'm right there with you, Taryn, but I still, I'm going with my, you just don't think about it in the moment. And I understand that. But the that. guy who stole the tape was well enough in thoughts to steal a tape, but not to record anything. Maybe he left his phone in the car. 
Oh, that's possible. Let your dog out to go potty. Dog runs off, run after dog, left phone in the car. Yep. I can see that one. Yep. That's probably what happened. Now I feel like a jerk. I don't. (laughs) Should have had your phone in your pocket. No. Joking. Always keep your phone in your pocket. What about your smartwatch? Oh, those didn't exist then. Things so never like mind. No, not in 2009. I said never mind. <laughs> iPhones were barely a thing in 2009. Yeah, but you still had the flip phones. I know, I had one. I know, I had a flip phone. I know. I know. <sighs> just, did you know that just like your fingerprints, your tongue also has its own unique print? I did know that. I didn't. <laughs> I think somewhere, and I'd have to look it up. Never mind, I'm not going to say it. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I'll keep that for you. Just imagine, though, instead of giving your fingerprints. Ah. <laughs> but think about it, okay, so what if a murder happened, right, and they licked the mirror? Whatever it is. People are weird. Murder, lick the mirror, right? Oh, ah. No, just like that. Ah. <laughs> like, they use their tongue on the mirror, and yeah. you find a tongue print, and then you find the person, you could do the tongue print. You could. You could. <laughs> I'd like to see that happen in court. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this man's tongue was found, tongue prints found on the mirror. So then, then, I mean, at that point, you might as well just use his saliva for DNA. Uh, I'm just saying, true. but it would be kind of funny. That's true. In a weird sense. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you have a... I have two. One is like a husband-wife joke, okay. and one is a... a could be considered a dad joke. Okay. Either one. First one, you got husband and wife having a conversation. Okay. Wife says, can you take out the trash? Husband says, let me phrase that. Wife says, can you put the trash out? Husband responds with, I didn't know it was on fire. <laughs> That's a dad joke. <laughs> Only a father could come up with that response. No, right? <laughs> and then another one, and I thought of this one just because your husband's got the facial hair. Mm-hmm. So I thought of him when I saw this. <laughs> I used to hate facial hair, but then it grew on me. Ah! It comes with the picture. <laughs> that's good. That's the only two I have for today. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. All right, now i got to do the whole spiel. One day I'm going to make you do this, Taryn. No. Right. You got it down. <laughs> All right, you can get a hold of me at heather at fortweirdpodcast.com. Our website is fortweirdpodcast.com. You can go there to listen to it or whatever you're listening to on it now is fine as well. <laughs> and we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Fort Weird Pod. You can get a hold of us on any one of those. No one's emailed me yet, so I'm still waiting on those. No one's contacted me either. No one knows your contact information, That's okay. Karen. I'm glad. They can contact you, and then I will contact them through you. I'll, pa- I'll pass it on. If you really want to say something to Taryn, please do. I will make sure she gets it. I will read it on air. Oh, straight from Taryn. She'll read it. Whatever you want within boundaries. I will beep out any cuss words. <laughs> so do that. That'll be awesome. All right. I don't know what we're doing next week. I'll figure it out. But everyone have a great, great week. See you later, guys. Bye.
the existence of this 